Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. where we explore why I seem to be undateable. I don't understand why I'm undateable because I'm cute, I'm funny, I got a fat ass, and I love giving blowjobs. I have a guest here today. He's very funny. I met him when I moved to L.A. We do improv together. Uh, we've done podcasts together. Dan Lipper! Yeah! Dan! How are you, Dan? I'm great. How are you? I am good despite being soul-crushingly and painfully lonely I'm sorry. in my dating life. Um, are you on Tinder or Bumble? I'm not. You're not? No. But you were in a relationship. I was in a relationship until With like a rocket scientist. eight months ago. That's what you thought, but no. <laughs> what did she do again? She, uh, she was a resident uh, director at Cal State University, so she like, uh, worked with the students. I don't know why I thought she campus. was a scientist. I don't either. I think you met her at uh, New Year's. Oh, used to be New Year's, yeah. and I don't know what the wh- what where from there. <laughs> she might have just said it to you. <laughs> she was like, "I'm a rocket scientist." <laughs> and I was like, "Dan, that's what she said." Uh, how long did you guys date? Um, just over two years. Oh dang, that's a long time. Are you sad? I'm very sad. I. I uh, I was essentially the one that ended the relationship, and it was like a long-term compatibility issue, but it was still oh. a very sad thing. It, it okay. was still someone I was in love with. It just Okay, then we don't have to talk about that. The <laughs> podcast is about me. Yeah, we can. Well, what do you mean long-term compatibility? Um, I had... Uh, f- I mean, I, I do it... <laughs> this it will get more about me, uh, but like, uh, I was realizing like a place that I put myself a lot in relationships is like not very open and vulnerable and just ah. uh like being there for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um and we had like set up that as a pattern and I felt like I hadn't wasn't being my full self. And mm-hmm. uh when I like confronted that I realized like it was gonna be hard to change in that relationship and because ah, it had already been like two years. It's like how do you change yeah. the way you're presenting yourself? Yeah. So what do you mean you weren't being your like real self? I don't understand that. I talked about that with Will. Uh-huh. I'm pretty much what you see is what you get. Like you're not gonna date me and then be like, oh, she's got so many levels and secrets. Yeah. I think like a thing that happens uh with me and other a lot of other comedy guys I know is like you put yourself 
it's hard to like be vulnerable mm-hmm. anywhere other than like on stage and in podcasts. Like, <laughs> and that was a thing I told her about. Uh-huh. I was like, I, it's weird to me that I feel like like more myself, and like I, sometimes I worry about my family or like her mm-hmm. listening to me on a podcast. And oh. I was like, that was weird to me because that felt more like the real me, and like. I haven't been giving that version of myself to you because I've been like protecting that version mm-hmm. of myself. Because when it's not a performance, it's just very open and hard. Interesting. Uh, and so uh, I w- I've been trying to be that full version mm-hmm. all the time with the people Do I care about. Do you think you are the full version of you with your friends? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just not with a woman. Yes. Why do you think that? I think because it's like the I don't have any fear of being rejected by my friends. Mm. Uh, like the the our, our compatibility with me and my friends is usually fully like comedy mm-hmm. uh, and shared interests and like a vibe when we get when we're hanging out. Oh. And uh, when you're like trying to date somebody, mm-hmm. I think you're like looking through a bunch of different prisms and not. It's like, well, if I make this kind of joke, is she going to think I'm a weird idiot? Uh, uh, like, so I'm, I'm doing. I'm trying to be like your kind of funny. Ah. Like, have you ever performed for an audience? Oh, absolutely. Where you're like, like, you don't like it dirty. Uh, do you like silly? Yeah. Oh no, you like smart humor. Yeah, and you just like cycle through things. And none of it is you, so mm-hmm. you bomb because you're trying to do someone else's yeah. thing. I once was dating this guy, and I had made a 9/11 joke over text, and then he didn't answer me for six hours, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. He didn't like that 9-11 joke. He hasn't forgotten. And he was just napping. He hasn't forgotten. Well, that's a long nap. That's why you got to bring up with him. He took a six-hour nap. Well, he broke up with me. He said I liked him too much, but I didn't even like him. Wow. I was settling for him. I was like. And he saw it as you liking him too much. I guess because I would like, I don't know. When I decide I want to date someone, like I'm very, I pursue them very hard. Uh And then. I like make a choice that is like, I like you. And if I don't like you right now, I can grow to like you, which is a terrible thing. Yes, I've had that. I just, I don't know why I do it. Because it's hard to be alone. I think it's also, it's hard to be alone. And also like there's this, I think when you haven't had a really good connection or like relationship with somebody, Mm -hmm. you don't know what it's supposed to look like. And just the fact that someone likes you, you think Mm -hmm. is enough. Yes, I do think it's enough when someone – because I had this on and off again thing for like three years where I still don't know if he liked me. Yeah. It was very – he would be like – he said he loved me, but I was like, I don't – Your actions don't show that. like you're being crazy half the time. And I didn't enjoy being with him. And I would like be myself, but like in a way where I was like, am I actually being myself? Because I, if I was to be myself, I'd be like, hey – Everything you said in the last two minutes, I don't give a fuck about, and you're acting crazy. Right. And then I was like, you can't do that. That's rude. There's probably a middle ground, though, where you do that version of yourself, and people like know when you're coming from a mm-hmm. real place or a mean place, or like, that's what you want, is someone it's that like... so hard to like... I guess you always have to adjust yourself for a relationship, yes? I think probably early on... Mm-hmm. But the ideal, the people I've felt closest to are the ones who, like, I see their full self. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the things that are flaws, like, I will like them because of those flaws. Mm. Like, you have to, like, be more okay with their flaws than than not okay, maybe? Or, like, whatever those things are. I also always feel more flawed than other people. Do you? Yeah, because I don't, I don't really think rules are rules. Like, okay. The rules of the road, uh, to me, they're merely suggestions. You don't have to stop at every stop sign. Uh-huh. If there's nobody there, why are we stopping? Uh, <laughs> and then I like got into a fight with this one guy over seats at the arc light. I was like, if there's nobody here, we don't have to sit in our assigned seats. And he was like, but what if somebody comes? Right. And I was like, and they'll sit in another seat. And he's like, that starts a chain reaction. I was like, not if the movie started. I got into this and- argument the other night about leaning your chair back on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you're very tall. And I say, I say don't lean your chair back. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, I'm not that means, super tall, 
but I don't. I'm, why do you need to lean your chair back? You know that you, to make yourself comfortable, you're hurting somebody else. Yes. And then when you lean back and then someone leans back on you, how the fuck do you get up? You're just like leaning, trying to get up. And it's it's very hard. I agree with you. Don't lean back. Because you're just making the seats smaller. Yeah. But that you don't mind that for a theater because you're not actually hurting anybody necessarily. No. They'll find another seat. Yes. But like we got into like a full-blown argument yeah. about it. And I was like, um, can you not be dumb about this? <laughs> How then, do you argue? Do you argue well? Um, or do you get like really personal or take stuff personally? I don't take stuff super personally, but I feel like other people do. Yeah. Like uh, I've gotten into arguments with people and then they'll be like, well, I've done X, Y, and Z. And, blah, and I was like, okay, that's not, we're not arguing about that right now. I think I, I tend to tape, stay pretty level headed, but I can hurt your feelings very quickly. Uh huh. I'm, I can get very yeah. mean. Yeah. I imagine you're the, you can know what someone is self conscious about Ooh, yes, and you and can, can know how to push that button. Truly just extrapolate it and then serve it to you on a platter and have you cry. I once made my seventh grade teacher cry. Let's look at my Tinder profile. <laughs> okay. So this is my Tinder profile. I want you to go through the pictures and read the profile. Tell me what's right and what's wrong about it. Okay. Um, oh, also, if you're listening at home and you want to see a visual of what my profile on Tinder and Bumble looks like, you can go to Facebook.com and you can go to my fan page, Nicole Byer Comedy, and you can click on the album that says Tinder slash Bumble, and you can see them there. And then you can say, Nicole, that's a crazy picture. Or, Nicole, I like that picture. And it'll be wonderful and amazing. Uh, okay. So your picture is you holding a big dildo. Mm-hmm. Very big dildo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really cute picture. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. It's a good picture. Good hair. Okay. You look great. Okay. Because um, I'll tell you something. All of my female friends have been like, that's a bad picture. Well, <laughs> then there's the huge dildo. <laughs> so I, here's the thing uh-huh. is what's the goal with the photo, right? Because I – this – if someone didn't know who Nicole uh-huh. Byer was and asked me, I could show them this picture and I would I, I think I'd get the idea across pretty well. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think the the way the reason why I like the picture so much is because I feel like it sums me up in a nutshell. Yeah. I like to look pretty, I love hair, and I love dicks, and I'm silly. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of color in the picture. You do nail all those things. Um th- this is so what I wonder is um <laughs> How much of this profile, of a profile, is supposed to be the bait where someone doesn't know they're going to be biting into a hook? Because mm. right now you're showing them everything. You're like, <laughs> I, this is me. I hold a big dildo. I, I'm giving no opportunity for someone who might be a maybe to <laughs> well, say yes, right? I, I'm, I'm making yes. you make a hard decision right away. Yes, I want right you away. to make a hard choice. And if that's your goal, you're this is a good photo. Or you're not into yes. it. Yes. That's it. Because uh, I don't want anyone to just be like, oh, I guess I like what I see. Oh, uh, hi. Yeah. I want you to like, I want like a hard yes. I, I think the other thing, though, is in this era, well, maybe not because it doesn't have your full name, but I'm thinking like, so after a first date or like if you're texting for a while, mm-hmm. someone will Google you. Yes. And they'll get the, your full persona. How, though? So I thought about it. I was yeah. like, okay, so you a black woman named Nicole. How would you figure out anything? How much do you text with people when you're on like Tinder or Bumble before uh, well, you text, go on a date? Um, I would say for like a day or two. Yeah. I tried not to text for a very long time because I think texting people for a while creates false intimacy. Yes. So I, I try to keep it very true. short. Let's go out. I've had like relationships start over text. Yeah. Like, and go too far before we've even. Yeah, like, and hung then you're out. like, I don't, I don't know what your voice sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, I would say that let. I think you want the profile to be – this is someone who doesn't use this at all, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. But you want the profile to be like a <laughs> – I don't know, like a Monet. Like from a distance, okay. it's like, okay, this looks great. Uh-huh. I'm not going to let you see all the splotches yet. Okay. Uh, like I'm going to give you a kind of broader version of me. Broader strips. And then texting, we'll learn a little more. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll get the, – the, they'll find out you're a comedian. I never tell them. You don't tell them you're a comedian. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't tell people I do comedy because then they're like, if they don't do comedy, they're like, tell me a joke. Right. I'm like, well, I get paid to tell jokes now, and you're not paying yeah. me. Yeah, and anyone that says that right away, you're out. Yeah. Um. So your next picture is you by a Christmas tree. This uh-huh. is a good one. Thank it's, you. Um, a, a far away picture, uh-huh. but it, uh, so I don't get a lot of like you. 
but I like the aesthetic. It's but a I'm good humping picture, the bro. tree. Are you humping it? I can't tell that. <laughs> uh huh. That was the goal of the picture. I can't tell you're humping. Oh man. Maybe that's just me though. No, it's fine. I guess it just. This one's a great one. This is like a profile pic. The next one, it's you in front of a mirror, right? You've uh-huh. used this for a profile. I feel like I've seen this picture before. Uh, yeah, or like a publicity like photo or something. Or something. Yeah, um, that's a great one. It's you. Is it in a just a trailer or a room? Yeah. Uh, great outfit, great hair, great makeup, great necklace. You look good in this. Okay. Um, this is you humping an empty bookshelf in what looks like a <laughs> dorm, wearing like a full dancer's <laughs> unitard. Uh huh. <laughs> and your face is like. Oh, fuck. I'm doing this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, this is the next one's you with a very intense face and a heart. Uh, uh-huh. uh, kind of like a, like, I'm ready to fuck face, uh-huh. I would yep, say. Yep. Oh, this is a great one with you. Is this your dog? Is That's this Charlie? That's Clyde. That's Clyde. Clyde. Okay. Uh, this is a good photo, too. Um, so the photos are good? I think the photos are good. I think that, like, um... The, the, this is like the full honest version of you, okay, right? I think so. And it's like, how much do you want to present that right away? I feel like I should put it all out there so you know what you're getting. Yeah. So there's like no surprises. So you can't be like, oh, I guess she really loves dicks. It's like, you know she does. Okay, read the, I'd say read this real profile. quick. I would open with this picture. Okay. And I would close with the dildo just as a button. Okay. So you get it's like the comedy. They're scrolling through, and then they hit you holding a huge dildo, and it's okay. like, oh, that's funny. That's okay. a good sense of humor. Oh, and that means they scroll through all the pictures. And they pictures. scroll through to get to okay. it. Okay. And all then right. the last one's like, okay, are you still with me? Okay. I think that's good. I think I'm going to do that. Uh, I got a fat ass, so if you're not into it, uh, waving by emoji, and then like the woman uh, doing her hair, putting her hand up to her hair emoji. <laughs> uh I like people with a sense of humor because life is too fucking long not to laugh. DTF down to figure skate or fuck or farm or fly a kite, whichever is easier. Uh, 28 for, All right. So that's that's all. That's your profile. Do you think that's good? Do you think Great. that's bad? Um, is it all true? It's all like you might just be on here to fuck somebody? I mean, I have. Sometimes yeah. you get so horny, you can't help it. Here's what I think. The majority of... the. The majority of men I know mm-hmm. probably are down to fuck either way. Okay. I don't think they, you need to say it in your profile because then you get the you get the sleazebags uh-huh. who are like, oh, great. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. get out of this. I think like my big note is most guys want to fuck. Okay. I, so I don't think you need to put that out there right away okay. because you're going to get the gross guys first. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make does sense. Does that happen to you? Uh, yeah, like, uh... Do you get a lot of, like, immediate dick pics, or, like... Uh, well, you can't send a dick pic through Tinder, but I do get... Okay, so this man, Michael, messaged me, this is, like, on the 30th, he said, I'd like to give you a little spanking, so I said, why, did I steal too many cookies from the cookie jar? <laughs> then he said, mm-hmm, you've got a really spankable ass, also pretty eyes, you into kink at all? So I said, well, I am a little cookie thief, you got cookies... <laughs> steal them <laughs> he said i got cookies for you and i said i hope not oatmeal <laughs> then he said we should get together sometime no chocolate chip and i said well okay i love chocolate chip cookies then he said come steal my cookie so i can spank you i said only if you have a good cookie jar because <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna meet this man no and then I was like, also, I really want him to comment on the cookie thing. yeah you all you like, want is I'm, him to like yeah just play like, into the joke weird or be like, why are you so interested in cookies? So then he said, come find out. I have my own place in Northeast L.A. Where the fuck is that? No one's ever said Northeast no, L.A. No, I was like, it's not Echo Park because you would just <laughs> say that. Then he said, I want to get behind that big, beautiful ass. I bet you look great nude. I said, I do look great nude. I'll only come if you have more than chocolate chip cookies. He said, I have ginger snaps, too. And I said, ew. He said, look, I'll get you whatever kind of cookies you want. <laughs> So then I said, wait, you're buying cookies? Gross. I hate store-bought cookies. Shaking my damn head. Homemade cookies are full of warmth and love. Then he said, I'll bake them. And then he said, do you want to play? I said, I want to bake. <laughs> so- this guy is trying so hard. He's doing everything he can to just get like one sexual word out of you. And you nope. won't give it to him. Nope. I just want cookies. Um, and then I had this whole conversation with this guy, Andy. So we've had, we have a mutual friend in common, and that's what he opened with. And I was like, okay, cool, great. Our, the mutual friend we have in common is a dear friend of mine. And then we have just gone back and forth having the most 
uninspiring, mundane conversation. Uh, and he hasn't asked me out yet, but he's kept the conversation going. And then at this point, I'm like, I shouldn't ask him out, right? Like, he messaged me first. Yeah. So, like, I don't get it. What's that about? Why do men... You're not on apps, but, like, maybe you can answer this. Why do you think men speak to women or, like, approach women when they have no desire to follow through with anything? Um, are you texting him at any given time? Like, yeah. is it whenever? It's not yeah. just, like, at late at night or no, anything No, not like late that. at night. Sometimes it's uh, 3 p.m. Yeah. I don't I, – I think, like, there have been times for me where it's, like, kind of out of, like, pure – like, it's someone I do like and mm-hmm. I am interested in. But, like, it's more out of, like, loneliness and needing my own attention. Ah. Uh, like, if I bit, like, especially right out of a breakup or something mm-hmm. like that, it, like, I'll, like, text someone a bit. Um, at, like, and if they are, keep texting me back, mm-hmm. I won't stop it and I will, like, even, like, lean into it when I'm, like, at my loneliness. Ah, interesting. Um. And maybe it is someone I'm interested in and just, like, like no, I'm not actually ready mm-hmm. for. Like, it's not someone I just want to have sex with. Mm-hmm. And it might be someone I want to date, but not right now. And so it's kind of just, like, to keep to, – to be like, hey, I'm still alive. Don't forget about me. Like, I think, like, ah. that's not my active thought process. No, but it's, like, but a subconscious like, thing to, yeah. like, keep ladies in your pocket for, yeah. like, just in case you want a little attention. Or yes. just in case you're, like, ready to date again. Do you ghost women? Not for no, not for a while. Not uh, for a while. I I think there was a time where there were a couple of people I ghosted because uh, I did not know how to interact with women, okay. and I didn't know how to live in a middle ground between dating and like hooking up. Okay, and it was easier for me to just stop responding and then i realized that that like is just a uh a thing that hurts people's feelings and is very Uh mean uh Uh like this would have been like in my 20s when it like i think a thing you may or may not know about most men in comedy Mm -hmm. is they spend most of their lives thinking no woman wants to be with them and then they get on a stage and then women are like i would love to fuck you yeah fucks with your head and it's like it's like well i don't even know if i want to have sex with you but you're giving me attention and i Mm -hmm. don't want to turn that away because 16 year old me it's all he wanted and Mm -hmm. so you're like in this weird middle ground of like I got it. And then you get older and you learn how to like <laughs> shut down urges if you know that they are uh, like. Shut down urges. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe I do want to have sex once with this person, but uh-huh. I know that they're interested in me beyond that. And mm-hmm. I don't want to take advantage of that. Or I have to be better at communicating what my expectation is earlier on. Do you have chuckle fuckers in your life? That I actually like, ha- like, hook have up you with? ever like had a show and a girl been like, oh my god, and you're like so funny. Can I like buy you a drink? And then you like fuck them? No, 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 not yeah. like in that way. Like the the most that's ever happened is like someone has told me like has introduced themselves to me mm-hmm. and been like, I think you're funny, and then like we've talked for two months mm-hmm. and then finally like made out or something like that. But yeah. I I, would, I have never like gone home with somebody the night after a show or anything like that. I have never either. I don't. The I'd most have this I'll feeling get... of like, there's something wrong with you if you wanted to have sex with me right away. <laughs> like, I don't buy it. And I think that like, <laughs> it's not like, like, I'm, I am not that funny or that attractive in my mind. So it's like, oh, you would have done this to anybody. Lippert. I think uh, funny, funniness transcends attractiveness, I I've, think. Yes. I think if a man is very funny, then you're like, all right, you can look like a little hobbit. Like, that's okay. <laughs> it's I, fine. You're very, you're funny. I think I've learned that more and more is that, like, there is a confidence and just, like, a thing about having a sense of humor that, mm-hmm. that there are women, that women like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the most I'll get after a show is, like, especially stand-up, people will be like, I mean, you're, like, funny for a girl and i'm like Ugh, God. can't i just be funny for a human being it's very 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 annoying yeah uh i can imagine it's mm-hmm. the, <laughs> all you want is just a normal mm-hmm. people really have to it's really hard to just give a normal compliment for some reason it is and everyone, everyone has, has to, to put like a disclaimer on it like or on, a validating thing on it it's very like on harold night like what you did it would always be like your group was funnier than the other group yes. and it's like just say we were, we were funny. funny why do you have to hurt yeah. the other person like, <laughs> that other group was shit yeah. you guys were really great yeah i don't know why people do that 
I've the only time I've ever really been hit on after a show is when I've hit on someone on stage. But people don't understand that when I'm on stage, I honestly can't see you and I'm doing a bit. Oh, so like you'll really doing stand up while you. doing crowd work, you'll like yes. be like, Oh, I wanna fuck this guy. So I can't remember I was in Columbus and I don't know why it came up. Oh, I do a bit where I'm like, I'm looking for a boyfriend, whatever. I do this on stage because I'm looking for someone to finally raise her hand and say, I volunteer as tribute, whatever. And then there was this guy in the front and I was like, oh, you're kind of cute. I wish you'd volunteer. And then he was like, I would. And I was like, oh, would you? And then I like just like very uh, forcefully hit on him. And then, like, the more laughs it got, the more I did it because I was like, that's how bits work. Yeah, he doesn't see it as a comedy yeah. show. He sees it as, like, a, a, a like, powerful oh woman God, hitting on This him. woman wants everything I'm starving. And it's like, but you're, like, literally sitting in the dark and I can't, I don't even know what you look like. So then after the show, he was hanging around and he was wearing a black button down, a black vest and a red tie. And I was like, do you uh. work at TGI Fridays? Did you just come from work? <laughs> and then he was just like hanging in the shadows. Was his hair slicked back? No. Okay. <laughs> no, he was a black guy. So his hair was just okay. on his head. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, black people, I don't think we use jail very uh. often. And uh, so I was taking pictures of a couple girls and then we made eye contact and I was like, oh God, that's the man from the front. And then he like was like, hey, where are you going after this? Uh, and my friend Mateo was opening for me. I was like, oh, we're going to the Cheesecake Factory. And he was like, oh, all right. Oh, and I God. was like, okay, <laughs> bye-bye. It was very awkward. I Sometimes men get a little too into me and I'm like, oh, uh, this, this. This needs to stop. I is that the same reason that you're like, why would you be this into me this quickly? Or is it mm, what you, the way they get into you? The way they get into me. It becomes like this, like a weird pouncy thing that like, it feels like it's like, it's like you want to take over me. Or I don't know. I yeah. can't really explain it. No, I went I've on a seen date that. with this guy. We were talking on Tinder and I, so he messaged me. I messaged him back. And then I was like, actually, I just kind of want to fuck this dude. I think he'll be fine. And I was like, do you want to just fuck? And he was like, ooh, uh, I guess. No, actually, that's a little too uh, too soon. I'd rather go out. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then he was like, do you want to have wine at my place? Or like, go to a bar. And I was like, wine at your place. And he was like, can we go to a bar? And I was like, all right, fine. We can do this. And then I get there and I was like, ooh, thank God we met in public. Because uh... his nails were like slightly too long. And that was a huge turnoff. I was like, if you finger me, you will slice me the fuck up. Like, yeah. that's not what I'm here <laughs> for. Probably that's the first thing you jump to. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, make, it, no, it makes sense. When you see... I was just like, oh, long fingernails on a guy. That is gross. But when you <laughs> see a woman's it. mouth, you don't go, my dick's going look good inside. I don't do that. Oh. No. <laughs> well, I guess we are different people. Uh, and then... He was like a server at Red Robin and like uh, wouldn't let me talk. And I was like, how do you think your life is this interesting? Uh, how in the world? You work at Red Robin. And then at that point, I was like, I'm not fucking this man. I also don't give a shit about him. And he is like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I was like, great. Oh, and then at that point, I just told him I was a comedian. Usually I don't tell people. Uh, but then he was like, yeah, I have people who do comedy too. A lot of improv friends. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't think I know them. I don't really like hang out with students or anything anymore. Like I just perform. And he's like, no, but you, you probably see them around. I was like, honestly, no, I don't. He like kept insisting that I knew his friends. And I was like, no, no, you're fucking friends. Uh, and then he like couldn't fathom that I made money doing comedy. Yeah. He like really couldn't wrap his mind around that because he was like, I'm trying to write for television. And I think I'm almost there. And I was like, I mean, you're not. <laughs> and I know it. <laughs> I feel it just from your fucking vibe. So he goes to the bathroom, comes back, and he's like, you want to get out of here? And like, you know? And I was like, oh, uh, actually, I have a very early flight in the morning. And I did have a flight, but it was at noon. But I just was like, I can't let those nasty little nails come near me. They're just so gross. Did you ever see an interview with a vampire? Uh, you probably I, don't remember I don't their remember. nails. I don't remember <laughs> their like nails. Weird in it. white ovals. But I, I do like, imagine vampire nails looking like that. So That's like gross. the Nosferatu nail. So yeah, I'd Ugh. buy it. And then he was like, "Oh, all right, so you're gonna go?" And I was like, "Oh, this man is throwing a fit." So then I was like, "I can stay for like a drink," and he's like, oh, "Fine." And I was like, "I'll pay for it." And he's like, "No, I'll do it." And I was like, "All right." Like turned into a five year old. Yes, he did because I wouldn't fuck him. And then. uh 
he like sat down. We had a normal conversation. Then I was like, ah, it's time for me to go. And he's like, all right. And then he walked me outside and gave me the tightest hug I have ever had from a person uh. I don't know. And he whispered in my ear, let me know when you're back. And I was like, okay. And then I get in my car and he also messaged me on Tinder, let me know when you're back. And I was like, cool story, bro. And then I didn't message him for a while. And then a week later, he was like, I know exactly who you are. You're Nicole Byer. I asked my comedy friends about you. And I was like, well, now it's even weirder. That's- Goodbye. I think that a general note could be that you should never text someone I know exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah, because it was very disarming. Like, I was like, oh, no. It, Yeah, I'd rather people just, I don't know, if you figure it out later, you could bring it up organically. Or I really like when men tell me in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I've seen you I, perform. I recognize you, yeah. I've heard you on like a podcast or whatever. I sat through a date, a two-hour date with this man who smelled like a dish rag, who didn't tell me who knew who I was until the end. And then I was like, well, it felt like you had a secret for two hours. Yeah. And then we were supposed to have a second part of the date, and I faked a phone call, and it was not very well pretended, but <laughs> I was like, I can't go. I have work to do. Uh, they need a script uh, by 8 a.m. tomorrow, which is such a lie. Nobody ever needs a script by 8 a.m. No, no one. Not a single person has ever been like, 8 a.m. scripts. I will be awake at 8 a.m. for sure and ready to read a <laughs> and script. And I'll be right by my computer just waiting for my inbox to tick up one. Yeah, that uh, ends after college. Yeah. But uh, he asked me when I was free again, and I said, Thanksgiving. And then he kept texting, and I was like, oh, wow. If someone told me they weren't free until Thanksgiving and it's August, I'd be like, oh, you're not That's too far away. (laughs) You don't want it. But he texted for a while. Yeah. And then finally stopped, and I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, So you say you don't ghost people. So No, not in any sort of – like, I I guess – I because essentially ghosting would be like you're you're texting, you're texting, then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden you never respond. Yes. Yeah, I uh, I haven't done that in years, no. See, I think that's nice. I Although I do think if you go on one date, you can go somebody. You think so? I think up to three dates. Yeah. I think it's always nice to send a text. Okay. And up to three dates, that's a minimum. Uh-huh. And maybe phone sometime after that is okay. Oh, you talk to people No, I don't generally. Okay. But I, I, I am really trying my best to be to be able to give people news I don't want to give them to their faces because it's not a skill that I have. It's bad. It's and so hard. I, I'm really trying to get better at like, what's the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. You know, all right, I hurt their feelings and they see it happen. Mm-hmm. I see it happen and it's a bummer, but they're not going to kill me. They're not, you know, no. I just really, I think it's got something to do with always wanting to be liked is you don't want to uh-huh. make someone feel bad. But I do think it's good to deliver bad news in person. Yeah. But I, I one time had a girl break up with me over text. Uh, we had like maybe hung out five times and it was like uh-huh. so nice. It was what like, did she say? Um, I had texted her a couple times and she was kind of like falling off, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it uh, got, uh, then she sent me a long one that was like, hey, like sh- she lived an hour away and she was like, mm-hmm. hey, I think the distance is too far and like it's not super working. Eh, and yeah. so, uh, like, I, I think uh, we'll just have to go our separate ways or whatever. And I, I love that. I was like in my car at like Sunset Junction and I read it and I was like, hell yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Like, I'm sure it would have hurt a lot more if I was, like, really, like, feeling her, uh-huh. you know, and, like, into it. But it, I, I was kind of in the same place. Uh-huh. And so it was just, like, not, I was, like, this doesn't need to be a phone call where we, then we have to be, like, mm-hmm. okay, well, well, great to uh, know you. Best of luck. Yeah. I hate when people say best of luck. Yes. You, like, I don't need your luck. I'm doing fine. I was doing fine before you. I'll do fine after you. <laughs> I don't need you it. You can tell by the intensity <laughs> of the way I'm saying this. Uh, can I, I make an observation? Yes. Um... It's really interesting because you are in one way like way more willing than me to be vulnerable. You go on mm-hmm. a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. You set yourself up for a lot of dates. Ugh, you're like awful. really – you try to meet people and mm-hmm. find somebody. I can't do that. I Like first dates are horrifying to me. I don't want to do them. They're the worst. But on the other end of that, you, you're not fully willing to like give up yourself on those dates. <laughs> you won't tell them you're a comedian. <laughs> like – I bet you're 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 pretty on. Uh, I'd imagine, or you're put, or you are putting on some sort of front, whatever it is, to not give up like the full mm-hmm. version of yourself. Well, I try to not 
be super funny. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so dumb. Well, I try not to do bits yeah. with people, especially if they're not, because these people I meet on Tinder aren't comedians. So I try not to do like a bit because people don't understand sarcasm sometimes. Uh-huh. And they'll be like, wait, what? I do that too sometimes, but I you, usually you tell re- if someone's joking. Except me a few days ago where we were like, we had a waitress and we were like halfway through mm-hmm. this bit. It was a hot day. <laughs> and we were talking about how we wanted a really hot soup. <laughs> And, like, it became very clear that she did not know we were joking. And she was like, so no soup? (laughs) That's very funny. Yeah, I don't do bits like that. Because, like, they'll be like, oh, this girl wants soup. And also I'm fat. So if I did a bit about wanting soup, they'd be like, you can eat it. It's fine. I know you eat. (laughs) Just be, like, very awkward. So I try not to be as funny. Yeah. But I try to be, like, honest. Uh... Sometimes I'll like slip and be like, oh, I'm coming from a show. And they'll be like, what show? And I'm like, a show where performances happen. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like yeah. that puts a weird pressure on it to be like. To be funny right yeah. away or. Because then yeah. they feel weird when they're like, oh, I have no idea who you are. And it's like, oh, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to know better, who yeah. every comedian in the world is. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, Dan, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about our hookup story. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. 
without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, Dan Lippert, we have hooked up. Uh-huh. And do you remember the night? I do, yeah. It was uh it was at UCB Franklin. Uh-huh. Were we drinking after a show? Uh, yes. And I uh, got very drunk and I said, Dan Lippert, can I suck your dick in a bathroom? And you said, Okay. That, but there were a few asks before I said yes. <laughs> oh, was there? You yeah, oh, you no. uh, I'm very persistent until I get what I want and for and whatever it, reason. I wanted to suck your dick. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was very disarming. Because <laughs> uh, it was not like we were like in a cocktail party no. and you took me aside. It was a small room full of people. <laughs> and you knew. kept leaning, like we all knew well, and you kept leaning over and asking it in a stage whisper, like not a real whisper, like a Nicole whisper. Excuse me, and I- can I suck your dick? I'm like relatively open about sex in general, but mm-hmm. like I'm uncomfortable like in the moment around people I know. I don't uh-huh. like like what like kissing a girlfriend in front of mm-hmm. friends, like stuff like that. Like uh, is very jarring to me. So just that made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the moment. Uh, but you, you uh, I said yes. Mm-hmm. And then I blew in that bathroom, and then I distinctly remember spitting your cum in the sink, and you went, "Wow." <laughs> I don't remember that. I do. Ooh-wee, baby. I don't remember uh, that. So why why didn't you date me? Um, why didn't I date you? Uh, that's a good question uh, that I haven't thought about super hard <laughs> um, coming into this. Um, well, I didn't tell you anything about, right? I didn't give you any information about this podcast. No, no. <laughs> um, but I, I had a feeling when it was like, this is not about, or you didn't, t- you were like, do you want to know what it is? I had a feeling it would be like something about. Like, okay. Great. Uh, also, am I good at sucking dick? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> what a dream. Uh, okay, why wouldn't you date me? Um, I had no. Um, we had no general like history that showed me <laughs> like that we should date anyway. Fair. We had no like we had hung out once after we auditioned for mod teams together, or I auditioned with John, with Milheiser. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you were right after us, and we all mm-hmm. got wine afterwards. Oh, yeah, And yeah. you guys were, like, pretty new to L.A., and we all hung out, and mm-hmm. it was, like, fun. Um, but yeah. otherwise, we had, like, no context for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got the impression from that night that that wasn't, like, a thing that was, like, this is some, like, you being, like, I want to date you. <laughs> it was just kind of, like, I had heard you describe in the past that you were attracted to, like, doughy-bearded guys. <laughs> And so I was like, well, I was the doughiest bearded guy in the room. <laughs> and you walked in. And I was like, that's what I want. He's got a beard and I want his dick in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I and, mean. Uh, and th- and I realized that. Like, I was like, like th- this in the sense of, like, not being good at saying no to somebody up front, <laughs> but also not wanting to, like, uh, lead anyone on. Because uh-huh. afterwards, you were like, come home with me. Oh, uh, yes, I do remember that. And I was that. like, this, th- that, uh, the one <laughs> way you could look at it is I, like, a guy got, was like, I got mine, I'm not coming home with you. <laughs> uh, but my angle was uh-huh. like, I think that would be, like, fulfilling uh, a promise mm-hmm. that, like, I wasn't uh, ready to fulfill of, like, Fair. I'm going to come and I'm going to be in your bed and, like, uh-huh. that's much more intimate to me and specific. I think... I think that was very respectful of you. I think it was like, I was real drunk, so I think if you had come home with me, I'd probably have been like, oh, is this now a thing? And it's like, well, no, you're very drunk. And truly, yeah, we had no history together like before until I was like, give it to me. (laughs) I'm a. Uh, I, I regretted that we that I never talked to you after about it. <laughs> like I felt like but that, that. How would you have brought that up? Right, like it's a weird text to send. It's so weird to be like, "Hey, Nicole, uh, <laughs> you blew me." <laughs> like, like I don't know what you would have said. Yeah. What? Um. Other than probably like, "Hey, that was fun. Let's do it again," or uh-huh. something like that. Yes. What would be your ideal text to receive from someone that like didn't want to date you after that happened? Um. Let's see. Okay. I guess if you had texted, hey, that was fun, uh, 
It's not going to happen again. No, that was so mean. Um, <laughs> that was fun. I feel like we were both drunk. Uh, and yeah. I, like, I don't want to lead you on and have you expect that might happen again. Yeah. Because that almost feels like a, a, a rejection to an offer that was never put out there. Yes. So maybe what happened was what should have happened where we just never talked about it. Yeah. I have it's a bit not of a- like, I think I was like, come home with me because I was like, great. I got it. And I'll get fucked now. Right. Uh, but like, by no means was I like, Dan Leopard's now my new boyfriend. Right. So maybe, maybe a good text would have been, hey, that was wild. Still buddies? No. <laughs> <laughs> Still buddies? All, all of them I think are very weird. There's very not a awkward. perfect one. No. Um, and there's probably a best one, but maybe I'm not a perfect one. I'm to think of what. I've said to people. A thing I'm working on too, and like, and just, I think like the way men are trained Mm -hmm. is that women always want to immediately be dating and have a boyfriend and are the vulnerable one. Mm -hmm. And you have to take care of those feelings. Mm -hmm. And like a thing that I'm constantly working on is the idea of like, we are both equal partners in this whole thing. Uh Uh-huh. I don't have to take care of you and make you feel better about the thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, and assume you want to marry me just because of that. Which is good. That's It's good to not be like, oh, no, now she wants to marry me. Right. But I think most guys, like, immediately have that mm-hmm. fear. They're already imagining th- you falling in love mm-hmm. and them not them being, like, a typical man or whatever. Yeah. And so instead of dealing with it in, like, any sort of real way and talking about it, mm-hmm. they uh, I think they, like, have weird <laughs> reactions. Just throw up weird barriers about it. I think we should all be able to talk openly about feelings. I yes. don't know why people get so turned off talking about their feelings. Like, if I'm dating somebody, I want to be like, I like you, and not have them be like, oh, great, she likes me. Right. If he doesn't like me back, I want him to feel like he can go, I like you too, but honestly, this is progressing just a little too fast. And I'd be like, oh, okay, then great. Like, I know where you stand on this. It's perfectly ideal. It's like, we can both say what we want, Mm -hmm. and then, like... You're allowed to have your feelings hurt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that, like, I shouldn't have to decide whether or not that hurts your feelings before yes. I ever say it. And I feel like I spend a lot of time being like, well, what's you going to say if I say this? Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, that's exhausting. Yes. Why can't we just say what we feel? I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm not going to – I think that, like – and then it's about, um, like, navigating that when the thing someone says mm-hmm. is not what you want to hear. Yeah, but that's going to happen over and over and over in your life. You're going to constantly hear things that you don't want to hear. Do you have a man that you've, like, dated or been with who is, like, the one you compare everyone else to now? Like, the Uh, one that got away or, like, the ideal? I don't have, like, a one that got away because I've never been in, like, a healthy relationship where, like, we were equals and both were in it to win. I've only been in, like long things with sociopaths where I'm like, <laughs> he's a crazy person and uh, <laughs> this is not good. Uh, so I'm like looking for someone to compare other people to. Yeah. Well, like the longest thing I had was with this like crazy person who were like, now when I'm dating a dude, I'll be like, oh, that truly wasn't normal. What this person's doing is way more normal and this feels good. I'm learning that like I have to be comfortable with a man. Like yeah. I spend a lot of time being uncomfortable and then trying to like be myself but also trying to fit what he wanted. And it's like that's so hard. I spent like a lot of time and energy doing that. So now I spend a lot of time and energy just being like, I'm me. Do you like it? Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's good. Yeah, man. It's tough and I'm just getting older. Uh, yeah, I. that's a thing that, like, I really have to turn off this part of my brain. Because when women say it, I'm like, I, yeah, that doesn't seem like a big deal. And then it's like, well, that's because you're a guy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I have this weird context for that because my dad oh, was 65 when he had me. Wow. Yeah. And my mom was 28 years younger. So I have oh this thing God. of, like. I thought you were going to say your mother was 28 no, while she your was dad 39. was 65. <laughs> it was still a big age difference. Uh-huh. Um, but so, like, my ideal my like i would like oh i might not start my family until i'm 60 like (laughs) and so i'm just kind of like you know i'm waiting for the perfect person to come along Mm -hmm. in the meantime but i think like for women that that do you want kids uh i think i do yeah my brother just had a baby and i'm like oh this is great how old your brother uh 
38. 72. Okay, 38. <laughs> so, so yeah, he's 72. His wife is 16. <laughs> and it's their fourth child. <laughs> Babies are like fun and they're cute, but I just can't imagine like waking up in the middle of the night and having like little eyes staring at me being like, Mama? Yeah. I peed in the bed. And I'd be like, Ugh. Then like flip your mattress over. Deal with I it. don't know. <laughs> Change your sheets and do the laundry, you dumb dumb. There's a toilet in this house. I just Do you have I, siblings? I have one. You have one. What's the age difference? Uh she's a year and a half older than me. What's her dating life like? She is I won't throw all her business. Oh yeah, that's out there. that might be ridiculous. She's single. Um and she is an introvert. She's very quiet. We are truly polar opposites. My mother used to say so that she wished funny. She could cut us in half and, like, make two little perfect people. Because she was like, you talk too much. You don't talk enough. Like, I really scarred her. She still, to this day, if someone asks the both of us a question, she'll, like, defer to me. And I'm like, you're 32. Answer yourself. Yeah, go ahead, and it's Nicole. Like, well, spent Scream the answer. <laughs> yep, because that's what I always would do. And then I just figured out. So one of my legs is longer than the other. Mm. And... I kind of, I walk like a drunk person. I kind of like wobble around. And she used to always run into me and I'd be like, Catherine, God, can't you walk straight? And then truly, maybe four years ago, she was like, it's you. You're the one who's been doing it. And this has been going on since we were like, I don't know, six. For 20 something years, yeah. you blamed her for your short leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> like her little voice. She just like blew up one night. Uh-huh. And <laughs> So she is struggling with dating too. So we we both have dead parents. Uh-huh. So I think we have uh, uh, abandonment issues. Right. So I think both of us invest in people too quickly because we're like, you may go away. So I need to latch on right now. Uh, and that's a huge issue I have. When I find someone that I'm like, I don't know, uh, one thing works. You don't check off everything on my list, but one thing works. I, I want this. We get along. You might die. So that those are my issues. Yeah, I understand that. I I think uh, my mom is still alive, and I was old enough when my dad died that it didn't mm-hmm. feel like an abandonment situation. How old so are I you? When my dad died? Yeah, this is recent. twenty. It no? was two thousand eleven, oh. so that was six years ago. So okay. I've been twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't like an abandonment thing. No, twenty five is like pretty good. I was sixteen and then twenty one, which is. Could you? That is so sad. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, especially 16? like high school. Your mom dead. Oh god. Oh, twenty one. You can drink. Your dad dead. <laughs> but now you can legally uh, <laughs> rent a car. Do- <laughs> uh, could you date a guy? How long could you date a guy without having sex? Jesus Christ. Honestly, maybe a month. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because like, and you- that would mean that like I like you. Yeah. Like. I I like your face. I like what you're saying. I like everything about you. But, like, if I'm iffy on anything, two dates. Really? Yeah. If you're iffy, you'll have sex sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I can just be like, oh, all of it's bad. Goodbye. Yeah. Because it's like, if it's iffy, yeah. It's iffy and the dick is good. Then I'm like, oh, maybe I will stick around for a little bit. I don't know. Sex is pretty important to me. I like to fuck. Uh-huh. Is sex important to you? How long would you go without having sex? I don't know. That I I, I asked you an answer that I, it might be a question <laughs> that it might be an impossible thing to answer. But like cuz you're like uh you you put out there that you're like a very sex forward person. Very sex positive, sex uh, forward. I love dicks. Yeah. I love getting my pussy pounded. <laughs> It's it's uh, what I love. Yeah, uh, and I, everybody does. I think uh, some people it's don't. Like, I have some lady friends who are like, "Sex is not important to me." Yeah, and I think it's they have more estrogen or something. I think I don't know. sexual compatibility is important to mm-hmm. me. Like, I, I don't necessarily like need to have sex right away, but like, I'll okay. know based on other compatibility with someone mm-hmm. if we're going to be sexually compatible. What do you mean sexually compatible? You a freak? You tie bitches up? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, first. Uh, <laughs> Before sex, that's my first question. <laughs> I bake them cookies and I tie them up and I make them eat them. Uh, no, I don't know. It's like a hard thing to explain, but it's like, oh, like the way I kiss works with the way mm-hmm. you kiss. And like okay, this thing fair. I happen to like, you also ha- like, 
happened mm-hmm. to like. Like, like, oh, I kind of pulled your hair and you were like immediately into it. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, that worked right and away. And then you tie them up. <laughs> and right away you tie them up. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's Put just them in like. The You've had like the type of sex, or I have, and I'm assuming most people have. That's like, oh, th- everything is a false start. Yes, they're uh, like nothing is coming together correctly. Yeah. And sometimes oh, yeah. that'll happen the first time with anyone, just because it's mm-hmm. awkward. But like multiple times, it's like it keeps being like, "Is this okay? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you hated that? Like?" <laughs> uh, and at a certain point, like there are people who it's like right away, it just works mm-hmm. and it's fun. And you're willing to forgive other parts of a relationship because uh-huh. that's working. The crazy man that I dated for a while, it, like the first time we had sex was like incredible. Everything worked. Everything fit together. And I was like, ooh wee, I'm in it to win it. And then he was like, but I'm crazy. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll just like, we can sidestep that. And he was like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm going to be crazier. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm going to run stoplights. Okay, it's fine. I'm going to yell at you on a regular basis. It's fine. That dick is great. I will find the good in anyone if the sex is good. Yes. Because sex is weird. Like, I've had so much weird sex where you're like, oh, God, that was so strange. And like, was it worth it? I don't know. It's odd and very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once and... slept with a man whose dick was broken. It literally looked like someone had punched it. <laughs> it wow. was like a. It was broken. No one can see what I'm doing it, with my it, arm. It, you're, you're like it, uh, you're doing a come here motion with your arm, <laughs> like flicking your wrist towards it you. It was like truly as if his penis went up yes, and like yes, an L shape. Yes, it was crazy looking, and you can't go. Wow, what is that? Oh, man. So I just was like, I guess I try to have sex with this dick. He, and he didn't give you any, like, uh... No, there was no warning that his dick was insane to look at. It was like one of those duck screwdriver dicks. It was so crazy to look at. And then he never got fully hard, probably because his dick was broken. Uh, and then he mushed and he was probably it into nervous a condom. About you being like... Mushed it all into a condom. It was uh, like loose flesh in a balloon. Uh, and then he was trying to like mash it in me. And I was like, this <laughs> is the worst day of my life. I think you got to say something if you're him. I think if you're him, you got to at least give You're a like, small my dick hint. is broken? Yeah. Or like, yeah. hey, this isn't going to be normal. It's going to be what you expect. <laughs> Let me talk you through it. Uh-huh. Uh, my dick is weird. It's never going to fully get hard. And I'm going to really try to mash it inside of you. What, did his personality suggest that he was a guy with a weird, uh, broken dick? Uh, no. He seemed like very chill, very cool. Uh, we like watched a movie at my house. And then he was like, do you want to? And anytime a dude initiates, I'm like, okay, yeah. let's do it. But then I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? It was wild. I once slept with a man with a a micro dick. Have you ever seen a micro dick in person? Uh, the only one I've seen is in Scary Movie. They show a picture of a baby dick, I think. <laughs> or maybe Scary Movie too. And uh, so that's what I imagine every time someone talks yeah, about man, it. Yeah, man. It's like that. This dude had like a fleshy acorn sitting on two silver dollar pancakes. It was the smallest dick I'd ever seen in my life. And I was very drunk, so I was like, booty call, come over. And then I was like, how you come into a dick appointment without a dick? And then he, like, pulled down his pants, and I gasped audibly, and then was like, oh! And then he was like, I know. And I was like, hmm, but what does he know? Yeah, did he acted like, I know, it's great? Like, I, that was his well, thing? I don't know. I was confused. He, like, really threw me for a loop. And was I he really good at going down on you? He was. Because that's, like, that's the uh, trade-off for him. It's like, yes, okay, I have to win good, them over another but way. then after he was done, he's like, can you suck it? And I was like, uh, okay. Uh-huh. And it was like having a thimble in my mouth. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, how does this feel good? It can't feel good for This is so weird. Oh, man. And he was like, no, I'm going to fuck you. And I was like, but with what? It was crazy. I have... I already am self-conscious enough if, like, someone – sometimes a woman will, like, use her whole hand on mine mm-hmm. and I won't like how small my dick looks in their full hand. <laughs> or, or, like, the – but the it's also bad if you're just using your thumb and forefinger because uh-huh. it looks like – it's like, oh, this is all so I need. Weird. And it's like, no, pretend you need two hands. Like, that's, at least act like you need both of them for me, for me. That is so funny. I have never just used my thumb and pointer finger. That seems – like, it wouldn't do anything. Yeah, it's not like they made the okay sign and their other fingers were, like, straight up. <laughs> but it's like, these are the only ones I need to really oh, do any okay, work with. And, it, and it's like, at least pretend the foot, like, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, give a, give the illusion that, I don't know. I enjoy, like, I don't like hand jobs. I think they're dumb. But yes. I do, I, like, I'll jerk off as I'm blowing somebody. That, yeah. 
and I like I like doing it, so I don't have to pretend. But I feel like more women should pretend that they like what they're doing, even yeah. though they don't like blowjobs. I, I, yeah, I've never had anyone that I, that seemed like they hated it, or right? mm. <laughs> that like seemed like it wasn't fun for them. So. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Ugh, this is the worst. This is terrible. You specifically too. <laughs> I've enjoyed these in the past. Here's a question. Uh-huh. Uh, have you ever seen a pussy you don't like? <laughs> um, only in porn. Oh, so you'll be watching a porn and be like, "Yuck! Yeah. I got to turn this one off." Yeah, I think so. Yeah, really in person, you've never seen a pussy I that you been were with like that many women. Yuck. No, like, how many people have you slept with? <sighs> Uh, I actually don't know the number off the top of my head, but I think it's like seven or eight. Wow. Okay. Mine is more. Yours is more. Not that much more. Yeah. Marcy asked me recently, and I told her, and she's like, oh, that's nothing. I thought you were going to say like 70. I was like, 70? <laughs> that's so many people. You talk about it a lot. <laughs> you talk about it every dang day. <laughs> I thought you had one for every dang day of the week. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm at 31. Okay. Which is That is thing. more than seven or eight. It is more than <laughs> seven years or eight. is not much more. It's more than that. <laughs> it is. <laughs> which I think you were trying to make me feel okay, so that's nice of <laughs> well, you. Well, no. Seven or eight is great. And you've been in long-term relationships. I've never been in, like, right. a full committed relationship where there was love. Uh-huh. Uh, I, w- I wanted to let that sit for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Nobody loves me. I'm sorry about uh, that. It's okay. It's fine, truly. I've got lots of issues. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I have a, like a, not a Google Doc, but I have a Word document where I've <laughs> recounted everyone I've slept with. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's pretty detailed, and I rate dicks. Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got to see that. <laughs> I, I started see, off I... doing it as like an exercise in just writing. I was like, I need to write more. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll write every time this happens. Wow. And I went through it and read it after Marcy asked. And our friend Marcy, she'll probably be on this later. <laughs> uh, and some of the stuff I wrote was wild. Or some of the situations were wild. There was one where I was like, I went home with this guy from the bar specifically because he did a bad Obama impression, but he enjoyed <laughs> it so much. And then the ending to that was not good. We were wasted. And he lived across the street from this bar in New York on 107th and Broadway. And he's like, I was on top of him. And then he was like, I want to get on top. And I was like, all right. He gets on top of me. Then he was like, "Mm, you got to move. You have to go. You have to move. And I was like, what is happening? So I get off his bed and he starts power puking into his bed. And I was like, oh, had it been a second later, <laughs> that man would have been power puking oh. into my fucking face. And then I couldn't find my bra. And then he was like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so he was truly, if you were going to ask me what's the opposite of sex with Obama, what would it be like? It would be that. He was a bad yeah. Obama in every way. <laughs> yeah, he was a terrible Obama in every way. And I didn't feel like Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> It was so I just bad. want to feel like Michelle. That's all. I want to feel like Michelle Obama. You have to go teach a class, Sorry. right? Yes. Okay, so we should wrap this up. Dan Lippert, thank you so much for being here. Uh, did I do it right? You did it. You did it right. Do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah, I guess my uh, podcast, The Teacher's Lounge, with my sketch group, Big Grande, is on howl.fm. Uh, we do improv as uh, four different teachers, and we have a lot of guests. And you did a live episode of that. I did do a live episode of a woman who I think was not wearing clothing. Yeah, I think you – yeah. <laughs> we didn't uh, endow you with that. You, no, you said, said that was it, you. I said it just all by myself. It is a truly a, – it's a great podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's very fun. Dan also performs with Winslow at UCB yes. on Friday. Friday's at 9.30. It's a if great show. You can go see it. If you like this podcast, uh, you should rate me five stars on iTunesies. And if you rate me five stars and write a review where you hit on me, I will read it on the podcast. Hell yeah. And an example of something you can say is – Let's have sex. I want to stretch your pussy out. You're so pretty to me, inside and out. Good personality. I got a thing for big, pretty women. I got a nice dick. Um, another. <laughs> Stop another... at one or two, I think. <laughs> Edit yourself. Another example is, as long as I have a face, you have a place to sit. Oh, that's so a good So anything one. fun and juicy like that. And if you would like to date me and and you are good looking, I might go on a date with you. 
So uh, you can also just strictly like just ask. Just ask. I perform every Sunday at uh, <laughs> President's <Citizens> Brigade <laughs> Theater on Franklin at 11 p.m. If you like what you hear, you can ask me on a date in person. Uh, if you do that, honestly, I'll think you're wild. But if La Poubelle's open, we'll go have a drink. Okay, Dan Lippert, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. has been a Team Coco production. This is your last chance to enter the Ohio Lottery's Fun Turns 50 promotion. Score $3,500 and two tickets to the epic party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you could win part of another $400,000 in cash prizes. Enter the new 50th anniversary scratch-off or $50 worth of eligible non-winning $5 or $10 scratch-offs and my lotto rewards through the Ohio Lottery app. Hurry up. The last entry deadline is May 13th. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512.24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards.